Before we welcome today's guest to the show, I need to let you know about my upcoming summer visibility sprint. I know lots of you will be taking time off over summer and so will I, but I'm still 100% sure you can find time to fit in this challenge. I've designed it so that it's spread out over a few weeks. You can watch back in your own time and it includes manageable actions that are going to have a big impact on your business no matter when you implement. I don't know about you, but personally, I find summer is a great time to focus on growing my own business. Lots of people are on holiday, the emails coming in should hopefully be fewer in number, and my daily routine is different, which usually leaves me with pockets of time when I can focus on developing the business rather than rushing towards the usual daily deadlines. So if you've ever wondered, how can I be seen by more of my ideal clients? How can I make more regular monthly income? And what does it really take to stand out and be seen online? then you need the Summer Visibility Sprint. You can find all the details and secure your spot for just £39 at nikkihutchison.com forward slash get dash visible. I promise you this is going to be the best £39 you spend this summer. I hope to see you in there. Welcome to the Audience Growth Podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Hutchison, and I'm delighted you're here. The Audience Growth Podcast exists to help you learn how to use organic marketing. That's marketing that costs nothing or very little to grow your business. Far too frequently, small business owners spend lots of money on advertising without getting the results they were expecting and hoping for. And it doesn't need to be that way. So every week here on the podcast, we dive into strategies that will help you grow a business that's here for the long term, sometimes on solo episodes and sometimes on longer guest episodes. On today's episode, I'm chatting to founder and editor-in-chief of Brand You magazine, Olivia Morocco. Olivia is hugely passionate about helping shine a spotlight on successful women and her magazine Brand You does exactly that. At time of recording, Brand You magazine is about to turn two years old. So happy birthday and congratulations, Olivia, and welcome to the podcast. Hello. Hi, Nikki. Thank you very much. (laughs) Thanks for having me today. I bet it's been a wild ride over the last couple of years, has it? It has indeed. Any startup is always a a wild ride, but a a magazine is even worse. But no, it's been really exciting and it's great that we've made it to a second year. So now we're embarking into the third with lots of uh, wonderful projects coming up. Fantastic. So for any listeners who might not have come across you before, I've given a quick introduction there, but could you share a bit about what your business looks like and who you are targeting and all that good stuff? Yeah, so I mean, for those who don't know, so I'm the founder and editor-in-chief of Brand New Magazine, which is a publication for female entrepreneurs who are interested in building a brand and a business and a lifestyle around the dream that they want and the lifestyle that they want. So the magazine is available in print and in digital format. And like you said, we're two years old now. So we're the new kid on the block when it comes to the publishing world. But yeah, I I created the magazine because I saw a gap in the market and I didn't really feel represented anywhere on the mainstream. So business publication, business magazine, there was nowhere that really highlighted female entrepreneurs and, and everything that they do and all the wonderful uh, things that they, um, they create. So I thought, well, uh, let me create one. <laughs> Just like that. 
<laughs> How amazing. And did you have a background in magazine publishing? No, I don't have. I, I'm I'm a creative. I've got a creative background, but I uh, I don't do not come from a publishing. So I've had to uh, learn on the job, like I said, and, which is kind of what I do anyway. So prior to creating the magazine, I was a photographer for a good 18 years. So my skills have always been in the, I would say, in the world of visibility. I've always, uh, you know, like with um, my role as a photographer was always to make my clients shine. So I guess I'm in the visibility business, but I've never been in the publishing business. So that's things I've had to learn and obviously do a lot of research before I I launched the magazine because you can't just launch something like that. You know, to launch a magazine is quite a big endeavor. And um, so you can't just go in it blindly and you've got to do a little bit of research. (laughs) Absolutely. And so who specifically is your audience and where can we buy your magazine? Well, the audience are any female entrepreneurs, business owners, really. At the moment, we're very much targeting a UK market. I'm hoping to, uh, yeah, maybe launch into the international market further down the road. So any women who are yeah, who have launched their business or are a shop owner. And our audience really is pretty much about 30 to 65 years old. And all sorts of different industries. They can be business coach, life coaches, lifestyle brands, shop owners, product-based businesses. So really any kind of industry, really. And the magazine has three sections. So the first section, we dedicate on anything to do with building a brand and a personal brand. Then the second section is about general sort of business information. And then the third section is all about lifestyle. So that could be anything from mindset to menopause to fashion to that touches the lifestyle of a female entrepreneur. Fantastic. And where does brand you grace the shelves? So it's not on the shelves yet. (laughs) Because that's the ultimate dream, because it's far too costly to be able to be on the mainstream shelves at the moment. You you know, I I need to get probably some investors or some to to help me with that, because the uh, cost of the production of this amount of magazines to be out in W. Smith or other outlets will just um, be far too costly at this stage. Come back to me in a few years' time because that's the aim. <laughs> so at the moment, the magazine is just available on subscription on the website. Like I said, people can subscribe to either the print issue or if they prefer the digital issue. But yeah, now the shelf uh, is on the cards. <laughs> soon. Brilliant. <laughs> and that's really interesting, actually, because we were having a conversation. I'm running a challenge this week and there is at time of recording. And there's a pop-up group and we were having a conversation in the pop-up group this morning about the benefits of having your own website versus selling via third-party websites. Obviously, one of the hardest things about selling via your own website is everything comes down to you in terms of driving that traffic there. So how do you market brand you every month? Okay, so because we are a new publication and like I said, I don't come from a publishing background, so I've had to learn a lot of things, yeah, from right from the start. So anything from sourcing all my content to the design of the magazine. So I'll be honest with you, the first year was not about making big sales because I don't think I would have had the right structure to handle if I had all of a sudden 10,000 people subscribing to my magazine. So for me, the first few years have been more about brand recognition, brand awareness, but also allowing me the time to put the right foundations and the right system in place in my backend. So at the moment, the magazine is growing organically. So yes, obviously, I do a lot of promotion massively. I'm on, you know, everywhere on social media. I've got the website. But the biggest, I would say, marketing and advertising promotional things that are happening at the moment is via all the contributors. You know, everybody who's featured in the magazine is going to share it within their own audience. So that way, it's kind of like this organic reach 
that is happening and it's happening at a nice steady speed that, like I said, is allowing me to build everything on the back end. So yeah, so social media, websites and word of mouth and an organic growth. You are speaking my language. This podcast is all about organic marketing. So I absolutely hear you. I love your approach. And you mentioned the people who are featured. How do you select people to interview for Brand You? There's lots of different ways. So first of all, we're, we're not a journalistic style magazine. So what makes us a little bit different? We're not a glossy mag. We are a business publication. So all the articles are contributed by the expert women themselves. So, and we do have different types of articles in the magazine. Some are more educational focused, others are more inspirational focused with stories and interviews. So any women in business can apply to have a feature in Brand New Magazine. It doesn't mean everybody's going to get in because there's a limited space. (laughs) But if they have uh, an interesting story or some really valuable educational content that they want to share, then they can apply. So through the website, again, uh, just apply for a feature. And then there's the inspirational story. And obviously, I need some key features in my magazine because I do want my magazine to grow. So I do need to have a certain level of guests that might come in that will make the cover, for example. So those I would tend to source myself. Mm-hmm. So if I see a woman that's you know made a huge success and has got a real inspiring story, but who's also still approachable, that is willing to give her time to write a piece you know, with me, then I will contact them. I'm also contacted quite a lot by PR agencies who are sending me profiles or would you be interested in this person and that person? So that's great because they're doing all the research work for me. (laughs) So there's various ways that people can come into the magazine. But for most, it would be if they want to be featured, if they want to showcase their expertise or share their story, then all they need to do is go on the website and, and apply and give me as much detail as possible. Don't be too vague and sell yourself and make me excited to want to you know, want to uh, read your story and because uh, I've got to make sure that my readers are, are going to be excited by your story. So brilliant, brilliant. Some great tips there. Thank you. And I know that this might be a slightly controversial question, but can you share any favourite interviewees who you've had in the magazine or do you not let yourself have favourites? No, I mean, I, I wouldn't say they're favourites. I think one maybe that has touched me the most. So we've got three key pieces in the magazine, one for each section. So we'll have one for the brand section, one for the business, one for the lifestyle. Generally, the business one is the one that's going, I would say it's my celebrity column. Yeah, it's the one that's going to make the cover. So these women, you know, we will have a proper interview. We'll have a chat on Zoom. We discuss the angle of the interview together. And then I get a sense as well of their story. They open up a little bit about their lives. And then I then work with my editor and we come up with a set of relevant questions in regarding to what we've just discussed. So I've got three key interviews. So out of all of these three interviews that I've done in the past, one particularly has touched me the most. And she's uh, with a lovely lady called Simona. And Simona's an artist. She's a painter and she's based in uh, in Spain. And she, over the last year, she's this woman who's transformed her life. She was working as a dentist. She had her own dentistry business for many years in Germany. Obviously, she married a German man. And wasn't very happy and was going through some kind of life crisis. 50 years, she was reaching 50. So she completely changed her life, went back to a passion she had in her childhood and decided to start painting again. And a year later, she's grown like a following of 100K followers on Instagram. She's been selling her work around the world. So I am a creative and I, I used to be a painter myself. So I invited her in the magazine. And when we had a little chat, 
she was so touched that she started crying and I started crying and I was like, oh my God, (laughs) it was so emotional. She was so touched and because she felt like I was touched by her work. And so that was just a really lovely, it felt very personal. It felt very uh, intimate, this uh, this chat with this woman. And I think so that one will mark me, but they were all fabulous. All of our women who who feature have got such, you know, different personalities and, and um, dynamic. And so they're all good. But Simona touched me a little bit. Yeah, well, she made me cry. So. <laughs> yeah, so she definitely did. <laughs> Lutia, yeah, I fell out going on. <laughs> so you've mentioned you have these three different sections of the magazine. And you have to spend a lot of time doing research. What kind of things do you need to do to keep up with or identify the key trends and things that your audience wants to read about at any moment in time? Well, I do try and ask my audience on a regular basis, what is it that they want to see in the magazine? What do they want to read more of? So, um, I mean, I can't send a questionnaire every five minutes, but I might do one once a year around Christmas time. And this is where they've got the opportunity to let me know because I need them. I need them to guide me as to what exactly they want to read. If they want to have more educational pieces or are they more interested in the inspirational stories, as it happens, they want a bit of both. But so I do ask my readers as often as I can what they want to read. Plus, you know, I'm a female entrepreneur myself. And to be honest, a lot of the stuff that I want to cover is because I'm going through it or because I want to know had to do this in my marketing or had to do that. So I was like, well, if I need to do it, then probably a lot of my readers do as well. So there is a lot of things, maybe if people don't realize that is linked, interlinked with what I'm going through within my own business. But then it does take a lot of time and research, especially, like I said, for the covers. And it takes a lot of time as well to communicate with these women. And so a lot of time is, is spent researching, yes. And also researching what's, yeah, what's new, because the world of entrepreneurs is quite small in a way. And you know, I don't want a magazine that's going to start repeating the same stuff. So you need mm-hmm. to constantly try and bring a new ways of presenting something. So with different types of articles that are coming in and out just to keep the magazine fresh and, and vibrant. But also with, yeah, especially the educational pieces that can offer something that we might not already know. So yeah, it's, it's hard work to, uh, <laughs> to keep up with. Uh, I'm sure you do the same, Nick, if you base it on what you're going through as well. We are, you know, I am my reader, do you know? Yeah. In a way. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. And I am my client. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. And also what you're talking about doing all this research and sending out questionnaires and things. I love that. That's something that I massively recommend that business owners do. I call it going detective mode. You basically want to find out as much as humanly possible about everything to do with your clients and what's going on in their world and everything. Yeah. Great stuff. But it's not easy, I'll have to admit, because you're thinking, okay, this, you know, these women are buying my product. They should care about what's going to be the content of, of the magazine. And so sending a questionnaire doesn't automatically mean that they're going to open up to you. So you've got to work hard at that uh, sort of nurturing your clients. Say, come on, come on, ladies, come on, just tell me. Uh, <laughs> it takes two seconds to tell me what you think. Yeah. And um, so, yes, it's as much as the idea of, yes, communicate with your clients, send the questionnaires and you think everybody's got an answer. They don't always. And it's no. don't take it too hard. Don't take it too personally. It doesn't mean they don't love your product because they're still buying it. But it yeah. just means that they're very busy women. So you just got to find other ways to get them involved. So another thing that I've tried to to do is to offer a little gift with the questionnaire at the end. And it was very simple because this was just 
towards the end of the year. So I said, if you answer this questionnaire, then I'll do a little feature on my social media about you. And, you know, I'll promote your business and try to also create some kind of a bond with them that they've been. Mm-hmm. That's a great that, idea. Yes, that not only contributors, but my readers as well get little highlights, features everywhere on, on social media. So there's there's other ways that you can entice them to give you the answers that you need. Absolutely. And did that help with the responses? Yeah, yeah, we did. And they did. And so, yes, throughout the year now, I'm going to be posting uh, the odd photo of my reader here and there. I said, you know, the whole magazine is about offering a platform for women to be visible, to be seen and to be heard. And my readers are just as important as my contributors. One can work without the other. They wouldn't wouldn't be a functioning magazine if I didn't nurture both sides, you know? Yeah, I love that. And you're absolutely living your values by offering them that opportunity as well, aren't you? Yeah. So you've mentioned that you have an editor. What about anyone else who helps you on your team? Yes. I, uh, so I've got an editor. Yes. So, and I've got a uh, sort of editor assistant proofreader. And so the two of them really, their mission, their role is to really look after all the content when, once it comes in. So I don't have to deal with that. So articles or interviews come back. I, I've passed it on to my editor. She then has a first read and make sure that uh, it reads correctly, that it's the proper word count. And then she will then work with my proofreader and they'll work together to make sure that the article is then ready for design. And then it comes back to me and then I design the magazine. And then it gets another proofread while it's on design, on page layout, before it goes to print. So at the moment, that's the only team and I kind of do everything else. <laughs> so I don't have much of a life at the moment, but I don't think uh, when you're a startup like that, you don't have much of a life to begin with anyway. <laughs> no, possibly not. But I can imagine it's quite stressful with the deadline, you know. So it's bi-monthly at the moment. It used to be monthly up until a year ago, and I changed it to bi-monthly because no, that, that wasn't sustainable. Yeah, I can imagine. So bi-monthly is a really good rhythm because I've got the time to work on that particular edition. Plus, it gives me the time to work on my business as well because there's other, yeah. other things going on with brand new. So I think, yeah, I found a good rhythm that works. But eventually, Excellent. I would love the team to grow. That's the idea, yeah. Yeah. Great stuff. And I know that you have plans to launch a sister magazine because publishing one magazine wasn't enough for you. So tell us about your new e-magazine. Right. Now, now, do you know what? There's something about me. I just never take it the easy way. I never (laughs) have and I never will. So the e-magazine is an idea that came up recently because it's linked with the program I've just launched. So I have got big plans and big vision for Brand You. And I think that the magazine will always be at, at the heartbeat of everything that I want to do with it, the brand. But I think that mm-hmm. I can offer more, the brand can offer more. So I have literally yesterday, when uh, on time of recording this, <laughs> just launched a new program, which is called the Visibility Extravaganza Program. And it's a three-month, quite high-impactful program for any female entrepreneurs who are seriously looking at raising their profile. So the program will entail a session with a brand strategist, a PR expert they'll have a brand photo shoot and then they'll come back to brand you for some wonderful sort of PR and visibility perks like being featured in the magazine and and all sorts and then so I was thinking when I was creating this program is how can I offer even more value to Mm. any women coming on the program um, and to get them out there and visible and build their credibility and so on and obviously I can't commit to having every single woman on the cover of brand you magazine or you know, say if I've got 100 women coming into the program, that's 100 article. It's going to be hard to place them in brand new. So they'll all have their piece in brand new. And that's really the sort of the high level piece where they can really showcase their credibility and so on. But so that's why I decided to create The Little Sister, because I thought 
I want to showcase all of these women. I want to showcase the story of their brand, but I also want to showcase the transformation that they're going to go through through the program. So the idea of this magazine, it's going to be free. It's a free download so then we can like reach a maximum uh, audience and also even, you know, go worldwide, which will showcase all of the projects that they've gone through, their story. There'll be case studies, there'll be interviews, they'll be able to showcase all the wonderful photos that they've just had done part of the program. But also it's kind of like a showcase magazine. It's a way for them to be more visible and it's a way for me to showcase how powerful and, and valuable this program can be in a beautiful visual way, which is what I do in the magazine. Nice. Oh, well, good luck with your launch. (laughs) I know we were discussing just, yeah, we were discussing off air how stressful launching can be, Um, but it's your first one. So congratulations. That is a big hurdle that you have got over now. Yes. Everyone after now will be easier. It just gets easier. Yeah, I hope so, because this one was a bit intense, but really exciting, but but intense. Yeah. So thank you so much for joining me today, Olivia. It's been a real pleasure to hear a little bit behind the scenes about how you curate your magazine and your plans for the business as well. So final question is just really to share with the listeners where they can find you online. Yeah, so, well, I'm, I'm pretty much everywhere. Obviously, the website is brandumagazine.co.uk, but I'm on Instagram and that's at brandu underscore magazine. Or you can find me on LinkedIn. That's my personal profile. Olivia Morocco. I mean, you can find me anywhere. And then Facebook as well. I've got the business page, Brandy Magazine, or my personal page as well. Perfect. My daughter said to me the other day, she's 12, when I Google you, just this whole wall of information comes up about you. And I said, oh, I think there might be a singer called Nikki Hutchison as well. And she went, nope, it's everything about you. <laughs> I can't remember why she'd been looking. She was trying to find some information for a friend or something. And it sounds like you're the same. You find you absolutely everywhere. <laughs> That's a good way to be. I've got a Google page as well, business page. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, but no, you kind of have to be everywhere. Absolutely. Instagram and and LinkedIn, this is where my audience hangs out. So this is where I I spend most of my time, yeah. (laughs) Well, thanks so much for joining me. You're welcome, Nikki. You're welcome. Hope to see you in person again soon. Yes, will do. Yes. (laughs) Bye, (laughs) Nikki. Thank you. Bye. Bye. If you're a woman in business, which you almost certainly are if you're listening to this podcast, then make sure you connect with Olivia and check out her magazine, Brand You, very soon. I'll be back next week with another solo episode when I'll be sharing how you can make more sales than ever this summer. So make sure you listen to that episode, which will air next week on Friday at 7am. I'd love to see you then. Have a great week and I'll see you next time. Until then, take care and keep marketing.